Right, um, I'll tell you where we got up to last time. Yud Aleph Omad Base, about halfway, just a bit before Maima Vorech. You see, there's a dot. The, 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 the line starts with the word Pirkin, and there's a dot, and then Maima Vorech. Yeah? Everyone, yeah? Okay. Now we were discussing about, if you remember, the reason why we came onto this subject was as follows. We're talking about Krishna, and we said, if, um, if a person, um, sorry, what did we learn here? How did this come into this? Oh yes, yes. If, if Hishkim Lishnas, you got up to learn early, then, and you hadn't yet said Shema, so in other words, you, you're going to learn before davening, then you're going to make this Birchas HaTorah, as we do in the morning. But if he had not made the Birchas HaTorah, and he'd already said Shema, then he does not have to make the Brocha. Why? Because since he said the bracha Avarabba, and in Avarabba you've got all words which are very similar to Bechzatayra, i.e. you've got Lilmoy, the Lalame, Lishma, Velases, Vatalamdein, Chokechaim, etc., etc. You don't have to do it. Um, and then there was a discussion as to what you have to make a bracha for. Some say only have to if it suck him in the Torah. Others say no for Mishnah as well, and others say Gomorrah as well. There's a different discussion. So now the Gemara starts off. My Mavorech. What are the brachas? On Rabbi Yudam Shmuel. This is Rabbi Yudam Shmuel. Words which are sort of well known to all of us. Asher Kiddishonah Mitzvah Vitzivonu. Lasek Mitzivretayra. Lasek means to involve yourself. As somebody once said, the word Lasek comes from the word Asek, a business. So if you want to learn properly, the same way as if your own business you're going to make sure everything gets run, runs correctly and so on. You're going to delve into things. If there are any problems, you'll deal with them. So as well, you should treat learning the same, that if there's any problems, you should try and work it out, etc., etc. Rabbi Yochanan Masayim Bahochi. Rabbi Yochanan says, no, you don't end with Vitsivona Lassa B'divatari. That's not the end of the bracha. And if you look in Rashi, Rashi says, Rabbi Yochanan Masayim Bahochi, the boy, Sicha B'boroch V'chasa B'boroch. He says, not only you have to start the Birch HaTorah with Baruch HaTashem Lekeinu Melech but you've also got to end it with that. And therefore, he says, you carry straight on to Harevna, in other words, that is part of the Brocha. Harevna Hashem Lekeinu Es Divrasarosu Sweeten Hashem, the words of your Torah in our mouths, Uvafiyas Amcho Beis Yisrael, the mouths of your nations, the house of Yisrael, Benea Anachnu V'Tzeesreinu, and may we and our offspring, and the offspring of the base Israel, now we end, but the Gemara says, in other words, holds, it's all one big bracha. You start off by saying, then you carry on the Harevna, and you finish, because that's what Rashi says, he believes in Psicha and Starting it with the brocha of the boy, psicha b'boroch v'chasima b'boroch. The Rav Hamnuna Amar Rav Hamnuna says, "Asher b'chabonu mikol amim v'nosan lono es tarasai." We also end say that brocha as well. Brocha to Hashem, nice and atira. 
and the, the, the Taz actually asked, why do you say Nosan HaTorah, who gives the Torah? He gave it. You say, say Baruch HaTashem Nosan HaTorah. Why Nosan? Because, it, it, because constantly, why is it in the present tense? Because somebody who learns, who's Omel Batorah, he, he will constantly have Chidushim and get new insights, etc., a new understanding of what he's learning, therefore it's in the present tense. Similarly, we say also Bara Rafus in the Bracha, not Bara, Akashbacha created it, Mimasa Baratius. There's no new things, Bara Rafus. But the point is like this he puts insights and understandings into the doctors each day. They understand that's how they advance in medicine, so it's happening actually now. So we've got the same, same sort of idea. Now, coming back to, um, I'll tell you what, let's just do one more line. This brocha of Asher Bonu, that is the sort of the, the greatest brocha. Why is that? Says Rashi. First of all, there's thanks to Hashem. The Kilo says praise Latara and Israel. Latara and Israel. So since he's got all these three ingredients, it's the greatest brocha. And, the Gemara carries on, Hilkoch therefore the Memrenu Lakulu. Since all the brochas have been suggested, that is what we say, we say all three of them. Now, coming back first of all to what Rabbi Yochanan says, he said it's all one brocha. Now we have the meaning to say, the Harevno, we put a Vav before the Harevno, the Harevno meaning it's a new one. But there's a whole Machlux in the Pasch and whether you say, the Harevno or Harevno, in fact both the Machaba and Remor say you do say the Harevno, but since there's a question about it, the Mishnah Bura says, when you finish, you should say that last bit quietly, since it's not quite sure if that's the end of a bracha or not, so should a person who hears it, should they say amen or not, since it's a suffering about it, the Mishnah Bura says you should say it quietly. Okay, now, uh, Victor mentioned to me last week a very good point. We started off this Gemara by saying that if you um, have read Shema, you've said Shema already, but you haven't said yet Torah, you don't have to say the Torah, because you're already Yotzer from Avarava. Now there's a long title here, which I'm not going to do it inside, it's too long, but let, just, let me just mention to you a few salient points which come out from this title, which are very interesting, the Allah Cholamaisa, etc. as well. Tosus brings the Yerushalmi, which says as follows. There's a big difference if you Yotzer by saying Avarabal, or if you Yotzer by saying the Brechus HaTorah. If you Yotzer by Avarabal, since Avarabal was only established as a Brechus Kriya Shema, it's not really, was not established as a Brechus HaTorah, therefore you only Yotzer if you immediately after, when you finish davening, you learn. The fact that between Shema, you've got Shema Esra and you've got other tefillahs, that's not considered a hefzit, but immediately when you finish davening, you've got to learn. As opposed to, if you say Birch Zatara, the, the Torah asks the question, but we may not learn till many hours later, so surely it's a hefzit. So the, the, the Gemara answers, since you say you've got sort of a, a chiv to think about it all the time, it's not considered like a hefzit, and therefore you don't have to learn straight away. Tosus ends, at the end of Tosus it says, but we still are choshesh for that Yerushalmi, and therefore that's the reason why we say the brachas that we do. What do we say? We say, Yivarecha, immediately after the Birchah we say, Yivarecha Hashem Yishmarecha, which is Torah. We say, Eilu Devoreim She'enam Shur, which is Mishnah. 
and the latter part, which is that's Gomorrah, that's in, in Gomorrah in Shabbos, Kuf Kaf Zayin. So we are Chosh Yerushalmi, but Yerushalmi, but the Tosas ends, you don't really have to, but we do. That's one point. The next point of the Tosas is, he asks the following Kasha, he says, why is it that when you eat in a sukkah, you have a, you say a brocha at every suda, leisha basukkah. Whereas here, you make one birchazatayra, and that covers you pretty much till the next morning, till 24 hours later. What's the difference? And again, he answers similarly, because since we've got an idea of a hagis vayom and v'laylo, it's not considered a hesachadas, it's not considered an interruption, and therefore it lasts you for another 24 hours, whereas eating in the sukkah, it's not as, a, it's only at specific times you have your meals, so therefore it's considered a hefsuk, and therefore you've got to make a brochel leisha basukkah. While Torah is talking about leisha basukkah, he asks another question, a very, a very interesting question. He says, why do we not make a brochel leishen basukkah, to sleep in the sukkah? Alright, it's, you go to sleep, it's also part of the mitzvah. Two answers. One is that leishev includes leishen. Leishev doesn't just mean to sit in the sukkah, leishev means to live in the sukkah. If we say basukas teshvu, teshvu ke entaduru. That whatever you do at home, you do in the sukkah. So therefore, sleeping is part of it. So leishev includes sleeping as well. And now the second answer that Tyson gives, a very interesting answer, is you may not fall asleep. And it might be a brachal of atola. Those people have the meaning of putting down ten pieces of bread on erev pesach for the same reason they say because it might be a brachal of atola, even though you're only searching for them and you're hoping that you don't find them. If your wife's done a proper job, you won't find them. So what's the point? The point is like this, you're making a brochal be a chomot, so they say it might be a brochal levatola. Same sort of idea here as well. If you don't leap, you might make a brochal levatola. That, that is basically what Tosis says. One other thing is, now what happens if you've got a shenas kaval? So on Shabbos afternoon, you go for a nice gazunta shluf, you go for a three hour shluf or more, right? What are you laughing at, Danny? Right? And you wake up. Do you have to make a birchas The answer is, yeah, that you don't. Machaba says you don't. But the Mishnah brings, but if you want to say it, you haven't lost. Ain't a mustard. So if somebody feels they want to make it, they can if they want to, but there's no, there's no ikachiv. If you're ready overnight, you're not going to make If it lasts for 24 hours, yeah. why? You mean why should, there be, why should there be a havamina? Yeah. That's true. Well, you could say like this. It lasts overnight because you're having a sleep. The sleep at night is a shinas keva. Then you say it the next morning. So if you have a sleep for three or four hours, it's like sleeping through the night. It's like a shinas keva, like you sleep at night. Or some people only get three or four hours a night. Oh, all right, fine. Then it's certainly a shinas keva. So that's the question. Is it a shinas keva? Uh, Another interesting point is, are you allowed to paskin a shala before you said berchazatayra? Now it's interesting, the Ramon says, the Ramon brings that you are allowed to paskin, a robber can paskin a shala, but he's not allowed to give the reason. Because since the reason is, I suppose, the enjoyable part, or the main part, if you want, of passing the shala, you should say Torah beforehand. The God disagrees and says, you, you're not allowed to even answer, because the, the, the Ramon says you can answer a yes or no answer, but you can't give a reason. And the Gaon disagrees with that and says, no, you can't even give a yes or no answer without saying a Birch HaSatayra. And there's a famous story told about Rav Moshe. Again, as I always say with these stories, I don't know if it's true or not, but this is a story I've heard. 
somebody once phoned Rav Moshe in the middle of the night from abroad and he made a mis- obviously made a mistake with the, with the hour, seven hours, dif- five hours difference, whatever it is phoned him up in the middle of the night and Moshe answered the phone because, you know, there were shadows that were brought to him which was Sarkomus Nefoshus he, he had to, you know, he had, to, he had to answer it he answered the phone and fellow asked the shadow and uh, he said, hang on one minute uh, hang on and then he came back about ten minutes later and he answered the shadow a few weeks later this man received some money from Rab Moshe so he said, Rab Moshe, why did you send me money? He said, because it's not your fault that you had to hang on the phone from abroad while I was saying my Birchus Torah. And you can imagine, Rav Moshe's Birchus Torah wasn't like our Birchus Torah. It, it took a long time. So he said, you know, you're not, it's not your fault. So therefore, that's why he said this. So obviously, he, he was of the opinion that you've got to make a Birchus Torah before you pass him. Okay. Um, right, let's carry on in the Gemara. Tanan Hossam. We learnt in a Mishnah. This is a Mishnah in Tomid. This is as follows. It's talking about the Kainim in the morning. They used to take the limbs of the Tomid and they put it on the ramp of the Mizbeach and they salted it. And after that they went into a, 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 a place called the Lishkas Hagozis. Literally translated is the Chamber of Yun Stone. And they went into the Lishkas Hagozis. Omelemamamuna and a scan kain godol, the assistant kain godol said to them, Borochu brocha achas. Say a brocha, a single brocha. Behem borochu. And they would say that. Now, what is that brocha? You'll have to wait a little bit. We'll find out what that brocha is afterwards. Okay, so apart from this brocha, the koro aseris adibras, they would say the aseris adibras, and shema v'hoyim shema v'yame, they would say the three parshas of shema. They would then say three brochas with the people. Right? Because Rashi says, normally it would mean he, that you, they bless the people. But he says, Imha'om. Now the question is, what do I mean, Imha'om? The kind of were there on their own, in the Lishkas Agozis, where were the people? So the Teferis Yisrael in Tomid explains, what it means is they would say the same as the people would say. In other words, the same way that you'll see the following three brochas that were said by people, so they said it there as well. What were these three? These were in addition to the uh, first bracha and the Aseris Adibras and the three pa- paragraphs of Shema. What was it? Emes V'yatsiv. That was the first one. But Avada is the Ritzay. In other words, they, they were saying that the uh, Avada that they did should be um, dealt with favorably by Hashem, and with that particular say they would not say Hamachazir Shchinotzavetzion, because it wasn't applied. The Shchina was already there. So the Mefoshim explained that they either used to finish Hamakabul Avodas Ami Yisrael Barotzen, or they would say Sheaschol Levadchol Beyeronav, like what we do say on Yontiv, or Berchas Kainim, and they also used to say Berchas Kainim. Again, there's a Machlokas Rashi and Tosfos here. Um, Rashi says it was properly with Nasias Kapayim, meaning lifting up their hands like we do for Duchening. And Tosa said, no, it was only the words. But at any rate, these are all the things that they said here in the Lishkas HaGozis. Over Shabbos, Mesif and Brocha Achaz, And on Shabbos, the Mishma who was going out would give another Brocha to the incoming Mishma. Now, the Mishma was as follows. There were 24 Mishmaras. The Kainim were divided up into 24 watches. They would each have a two-week period where they would do the Avodah. 
and the changing took place on Shabbos. Right? So the, the outgoing watch, they used to do the morning Tomid and the Musaf. And the incoming watch would do the afternoon Tomid. So during this change, when the change would take place, the outgoing Mishma would give a bracha to the incoming Mishma. The Gemara will explain what that bracha was. Now we come back, now we're asking a, 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 another question. My bracha achas. We said before, Omelhem Amamuna, the Sagan uh, Kangal used to say, Baruchu bracha achas. Say a bracha. Now the question is, what was that bracha? So it was not easy to find out what it was. Kihod, Rav Abba, Rav Yosef, Abba, Iklahu Asra, Rav Yabin, Rav Yosef, Abba happened to go to a certain place. Boimanayu, they asked of them, my brocha achas. What was this brocha achas? What was this single brocha that was said in the Lishkas Hagozis in the early hours of the morning? They didn't know. Rav Masna. They went and asked Rav Masna and Rav He also didn't know. Until they came, Rav Yehuda. They came to Rav Yehuda. He said to them, This is what Shmuel says, It was Avarabah. And that's also why we bring in, why do we bring in the mission of Tomid into the middle of Brochus? Because we end off with Avarabah. So we're talking about Avarabah. But Om Rav Zika, Rav Zerika's Vachaluk. He says, no, this is not the bracha that they said. Om Rav Zerika, Rav Amir, Rav Shem, Melokas, Yatsar. It was Yatsar. The first bracha that we say after Baruch Hu is Yatsar, Varechai, Shech, etc., etc. That was the one that was said, the Baruch Hu Brachach, not Avarab. He also, Rav Yitzchel, by Yosef, when Rav Yitzchel, by Yosef, came to Bovo from Israel, he said, Hod Rav Zerika, love the Feirishit, no? What's Rav Zerika said, that the bracha that they said is Yitzchel, and not Avarabba, was not the Feirishit, he didn't say that Mephorish, he didn't turn around and say, I say that it was Yitzchel, and the Meklola Itma, it was derived by inferring it from another statement that Rashlokish made. Why? What was that other statement? The Omra Zrikom Rav Ami Omra Shim Ben Shlokish. Rosh Lokish says Zaisa Meres. The fact that the Mishnah in Tomid said that the Kainim recite only one brocha shows that brochas ainam akvazuazu, meaning one brocha is not essential to another. In other words, if you say one brocha on its own, that's good enough. You don't say you're not yotzer till you say both brochas. In other words, you've got two brochas before Krishna. You've got the bracha of Yatsai and you've got the bracha of Avarabba. We don't say, if you say one without the other, it's no good. You say one with, with, without the other, he learns that from this Mishnah in Tomit. Now we'll see in a bit how he learns it out. So therefore, from this, Reb Zerika, since Rosh Lokish said, Rosh Lokish said, brachas ein ma'ak we can see that from this Mishnah. From that statement of Rosh Lokish saying that, Reb Zerika inferred from that, that the bracha that was said by the Kainim was Yatsa'ar and not Avarabba. How does, how's that mean? This is about this. If you say that they said Yatsa'ar was that one bracha, the then it fits in very well that one bracha does not, it's not essential to the other one. Why? Even though the time had arrived for them to say Avarabba, because Avarabba you can say a lot earlier than Yatsa'ar, you can say already even at night. Even though the time for Avarabba had arrived, nevertheless he still didn't say it. So that would be from there we can prove Brochus ain't ma'akvazuizu. Elo yomrat Avarabba avomra. But if you want to say the Brocha achas that they said that the Lishkas hagozis was Avarabba, my Brochus ain't ma'akvazuizu. How can you prove from there that one Brocha is not essential for the other? 
The reason why they didn't say Yatsar was Mishom Deloy Motos and Yatsar because the time of Yatsar, which you're going to say is Aro is light, so you say it when it's light, hadn't arrived yet. When the time for Yatsar would come, then they would say it. Right? And therefore, we, you can't learn from that Brochus Eimer Akvazuazu. Brochus Eimer Akvazuazu means you can say one without the other. But here we're saying, if you say Avarabo, then perhaps you don't say Avarabo on its own. The only reason why you say Avarabo now is, because now's the time for Avarabo, and the Yatsar time has not yet arrived, but you'll say the Yatsar afterwards, so you do have to say both Brochus. So you can't prove from there Brochus Eimer Akvazuazu. So says the Gemara of Imaklolamai. So what? That why does the Gemara feel it necessary to tell us that Rishlokish learns it from a klal? In other words, he infers it from another. Rab Zrika learns it from another statement. Because if you look at Rashi, the Imeklala, the first few words of Rashi, why is it inferior? It's 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 very logical what he says. He wants to bring a proof that it was Yitzhak. So what's wrong with that? Why, if it would be Beferish, why would it be so much better? So he says, no, to Emek Lola, because if you're learning it out from inference from the other ruling that he made, that ruling may not be correct. Why? Because, I say that this brocha that they said in the Nishka Sarkoz is, was not Yatsar. It was Avarabha. And when the light came afterwards, they would say Yatsar. I, what's the question you're going to ask? We're trying to learn brochus How can you learn that? Because they said both. It's just that they said one a bit later than the other. Ah, says my brochus What does it mean? Seder brochus, the order of brochus. In other words, even though we've got Yatsar comes before Avarabba, that doesn't matter. You can still say it the other way around. You can say the Avarabba now. And when the light comes afterwards, you can say Yatsar. So he says, so it's no proof at all. You can say, really, it's Avarabba all the time. And that's why we had to, the Gemara had to inform us that Rabbi Zerika is only learning it out Miklal. It wasn't said Mefurish because you've got a Pircha on the sort of proof that Rabbi Zerika brings, that Rosh Lokish brings. Okay, let's carry on a little bit. The Koran Aseris Adibris. And they would say the Te Aseris Adibris, Shema Vayim Shema Vayim, the three paragraphs of Shema. Emes Vyatsev Avoda Bechas Kahanim. As we said before, Om Rabbi Yudam Ashmur. Say Rabbi Yudam Ashmur, Apikvulin Bichur Lakras Kain. The Chachomim wanted people to say the Aseris Adibris, even outside the base of Migdosh, together with Shema. Elosh Kvab Bitlum. But that was abolished. In other words, the reciting of Aseris Adibris was abolished because of Tarumas Haminin, the arguments of Haminin, the heretics. Now, if you have a look in Rashi, it explains what this means. Because these minim, i.e., these apikorosim, should not say to the Ameoret, the rest of the Torah, apart from, apart from um, Aseris Adibris, it's not true. The Tadu, and I'll bring you a proof. Why are they only saying the Aserah Sadibris together with the Shema? What about anything else from the Torah? That's the proof, because that was what they heard from Hashem. Only that part is true, and the rest of the Torah is not true. So therefore, they were mavatal the idea of saying Krishna uh, together with Aserah Sadibris. 
Taninam Ochi, we learnt similar. Rab Nosan Amin Bagvulim Bichulakris Kain. They wanted to bring it out in Bagvulim means outside the base of Midrash. Again, Eluk Shikvah Bitlum and Penetarum Saminum. They abolished them because of the arguments of the, these Apikoros. And Rabbi Chonor Savadim Mikvah Besura, he wanted to fix saying Aser Sadibras together with Shema in Surah. Same thing, Amalir of Chester, Kvabitlum and Penetarum Saminum. And again, all the same answers that they wanted to say this, but it was mavatal that you can't say it. Now, we we mentioned before that the outgoing watch, the outgoing mishma, would say give a brocha to the ingoing mishma. What was this brocha? On Shabbos they would say another bracha for the outgoing watch. My bracha achas. What is this bracha? The outgoing watch would say to the incoming watch, The one who has caused his name to dwell in this house, namely, who yashkin may cause to dwell among you. Avos, love, achvos, brotherhood, the shalom, peace, the reos, and friendship. The Mashor explains why was this bracha necessary. The answer is because, as Gaboim will know, when you distribute duties, or just because remember the Kainim, each one had to have a certain duty, and these these duties were distributed, and each one might not be happy with what they've got. You know, it's been six months since I had an aliyah, and the fellow next to me, he had one three months ago. So what's going on? So you know, when it comes to all this sort of thing, therefore it needs a special bracha of that there should be no jealousies in the distribution of the duties, and that's why they made that bracha. The Ben Yoda says that kainim ragzonim hain. Kainim can get into a temper sometimes. It's, and it doesn't apply here. <laughs> right? That, uh, and, and therefore, they could get upset about it and so on. And, uh, that's why they also needed a special, um, a special brocha of outgoing. Right, now the question is, I can either stop here, or we can do the next bit. The next bit is quite complicated. Up to you. Yeah, carry on? Okay. Pshita, it's obvious that Heicha de Konokit Kosa de Chamra Biyode because of the Shechrahu. A case where a person takes a cup of wine in his hand and he thinks that it's beer. So remember, what's the difference between wine and beer? Why, what's the brocha of wine? We all know about What's the brocha for beer? Shahakul Nibadvara. So what happens is, this person, he takes a cup of wine, he's got a cup of wine in his hand, but he thinks it's beer. Uposach omavorech adaita to shechra. He says, with the intention of finishing that bracha by saying shahakul niya bedvara because he thinks it's beer as he says as he comes to the word ha'olam he suddenly remembers hang on a minute I've got wine here so he ends off correctly saying bari priyagofin yotza no problem why? what happens let's case the worst case scenario he intended to say, as he said, he intended to finish off Shahakal. What happens if he, the worst case scenario is he would have finished off Shahakal? He would have said Shahakal. And then what? Had he actually finished it with Shahakal, that also would have been okay. Why? 
Dotanan, because we learned in a Mishnah later on in Brochus, Al Kulomim Omar Shahakul Niyad Bivara, and all food items. If you say Shahakul Niyad Bivara, you're Because Shahakul Niyad Bivara is a neutral Brocha. Barapriya Gofen is. Barapriya Doma applies to the ground. Barapriya A. So you can't say one for the other, but Shah. What? Yeah, yeah, but one minute. But Shahakul Nia Badvarai is something you can be yotz of everything. So therefore, if this person would have ended off, he thought he had wine in his hand. He thought it was beer. And he said, Baruch Hashem Lekenim and Cholomts. Intending to say Shahakul Nia Badvarai. But in the end, you remember that he said, Baruch Hashem He's definitely yotz because had he finished Shahakul Nia Badvarai, it also would have been okay. However, whams if it was the reverse case? He takes a cup of beer in his hand. He thinks it's wine. So he says, Intending to end off. He realizes, in the last minute, he realizes his error, and he says, My, what is the din there? What is the din there? Because... The Baripriyagof, where's the case before Shackle Nibivara covers everything? But Baripriyagofan only covers things which are from the vine. Other things it doesn't. So what happened here? The first part of the Brocha, Baracha Hashem Lekenim had in mind, he had in mind one. But Vasiyah, but a Shekhar, when he finished off, he said Shackle Nibivara. No. Yes, yeah, yeah, he said Shackle Nibivara. So then, do we say bossa ikka bracha aslinon? Do we follow the main part of the bracha which he said bracha Hashem lekenim with the wrong intention, because he was going to finish off baripriyah gofen and he, that was no good because it was beer? A bossa chasim aslinon. Or do we say since at the end of the day he did say shahakul niyabedvara? That's okay. That's fine. That's the question, and this goes on for a while till we're sort of. And in, in, in fact, I'll let you into a little secret. At the end of the day, the Gemara is not posh at this shala. It leaves it in question mark because it brings various rias and it slogs up the rias, etc. But anyway, here comes the first raya. Toshma from the following brisa. Shachris in the morning, polach b'yatzar v'siim b'maravarovim. A person after baruchu sits down, starts baruchat to Hashem elokeinu melacholom, with the intention of saying carrying on in the normal way but by mistake what does he say he says he said the Marev one what do we say he's not Yotza what happens he began the Brocha with the idea of saying in the morning we're talking about he said and he had the intention to carry on Marev and then suddenly he reminded himself, but he finished with seeing Biyatsar. Yotsa, he's Yotsa. Okay? That's in the morning. Arvis in the evening. Posoch Bamarvarovim. He began with the intention of saying Marivarovim. In other words, he says, Atbarhu, he sits down, he had every intention of saying Marivarovim. And then by mistake he said Vasim Biyatsar, it starts Yatsar, La Yotsa, it's not Yotsa. However, he began, this is in the evening, with the wrong intention. When he said, he intended to say, which is wrong. 
However, he reminded himself and seeing the Maramarovim, and he ended Maramarovim, Yotza, he's Yotza. So what do we see from here? So long as he ends with the right bracha, that's fine. As the Gemara carries on, the general rule, because if you, I'm not going to go through all those cases again, but if you go through every case, you will see the common thread that runs through it is, so long as you end with the right bracha, you're okay. So now we can come back, come back to our shala. What was our shala? You're talking about, he's got a cup of beer in his hand, he thinks it's wine. She says, with the intention of bone prayer and in the end he says, shahakal. Now, if we've learnt from this, Bryce, as long as you have the right ending, it's fine. So here, as long as he ended Shahakal near Bedvarah, which was the correct broch of a beer, that's fine. The fact that he said, Baruch HaTashem Lekenu with the intention of saying Baruch and that doesn't matter. Seems to be a very good, a very good riot, very good proof. And the God, no. Shiny Hosom, you know why in the case in the case where for example what was the case he had wrong intentions in the beginning in other words he started in the morning with Maravarovim with the idea of saying Maravarovim and he ended with Yatsa'ar so we wanted to say up to now as long as he ends with Yatsa'ar in the morning that's okay and I was saying no really the beginning of the bracha is important, and since he started the bracha with the intention of saying Amarov and Rob is not Yotza. I why does the Brysa say you are Yotza? Only because afterwards, very shortly afterwards, he says Borokotashem Yotzamaras. So since he says Yotzamaras afterwards, that salvages the mistaken intention that he had beforehand. Right? And the same thing for Marib. It's only because afterwards you say um Again, the same thing. Baruch Hashem, Hamarivarovim. So even though you said the wrong thing, that's the reason why you yotz. So not because the chitum, not because you ended correctly. Normally, it doesn't matter if you end correctly. If you say the beginning of the bracha wrongly with the wrong intention, it's no good. But here you've got a second bite of the cherry, as it were. You can come along and say Baruch Hashem Yatsamaras, and then that salvages the situation that you had the wrong intention. And similarly, you can say Baruch Hashem Amaravarovim, that also salvages the situation. So says the Gemara, you can't say that because Hodechal Rav. This fits in very well according to Rav. The Omar says, Kol Brocha She'ein Ba Askaras Hashem Ein a Brocha. He says any Brocha which has not got a Baruch Hashem in it is not considered a Brocha. So Shapi, this fits very well. Because this bracha, Borachat Hashem Yatsamaras, or Borachat Hashem Marovim, it's got a Borachat Hashem in it, so it's another bracha, said with the right intention, that's okay. And the Rabbi Yochanan, according to Rabbi Yochanan, the Omar called Borachat Hashem Yatsamaras, and the bracha, he says, if you haven't got a bracha which says Borachat Hashem, it's not a bracha. When we say Borachat Hashem Yatsamaras, have we got a Melachalam in that? We haven't. Or when we say, Baruch HaTashem HaMarevarovim, have we got a Melachalim in that? We haven't. So it's not a bracha. So your answer of saying that you've got a second bite of the cherry because you're saying, Baruch HaTashem Yaisamaras or HaMarevarovim, it doesn't work according to Rabbi Yochanan because you don't say that. Whereas you say, Baruch HaTashem Lekeinu Melachalim at the beginning, whether it's Marev or whether it's Shachris, but you don't say it at the end, so that answer wouldn't work. So the answer is, Elokim to Amar Rabba Ullah. Rabba Ullah says as follows. 
We had this Gemara last week. That the characteristic of day is light, and the characteristic of night is darkness. And we had that you've got to mention the characteristic of day by night, and the characteristic of night by day. And the reason we give, remember, Rabbi Yonah said that the reason is because otherwise you'll think they're two separate gods. One who creates the light and one who creates the darkness. So therefore, so in the morning, you don't only say Yitzhar for light, but you say Varechashach as well. Chashach is darkness. You'll mention the characteristic of night during the day. And, so, and similarly in the evening, you say Galar Mipnei you mention light. So therefore he says like this, when you cite the bracha to Hashem at the beginning, the reason why in the price it works, we said as long as you say the correct bracha at the end, whether it be it Yatsamar, be it Yatsar, or be it Amaravarovim, etc., the reason why that works is because even if you have in mind to say the wrong thing, you mix them up but nevertheless you still intend to say the, character, the correct characteristic in other words when you're, when you're during the day you still mention the Choshech and at night you still mention the other so since you've got the same characteristic that doesn't matter that you made a mistake so therefore that's the, that's the explanation in the Bryce of why you make a mistake if you make a mistake that's okay now this does not answer our question of, of beer right because here, well, you take a cup of beer, and you begin the bracha by thinking that it's wine. It might be that it's no good at all. Why? Because the, the bracha of a wine doesn't make any mention of the beer at all. Whereas when you say here, the bracha, since you're saying the correct characteristic of day, and the correct characteristic of night, even though you might say the wrong bracha, you're still mentioning something to do with day during day, and something at night during night. So that would be okay. Just one little bit more. Tosh Mami Sefer. Let's learn from the, from the Sefer. Kronoshul Dora, we say, the general rule is, everything goes following the conclusion of the Brocha. What does this include? Because when you make a rule, it's got to apply to all other cases as well. Surely it includes, doesn't it include our case of wine and beer? That as long as you said the correct bracha at the end, it will be okay. And the Gemara line, no. It comes nothing to do with wine and beer. It comes to include a similar case, but we'll see it slightly different, including bread and dates. Hechadomi, says the Gemara. Almost finished. If you say it's a case which a person ate bread, but he thought that he'd eaten dates, he said, intending to say, but then he reminded himself that he was having bread, and he said, he did benching. And I say, that is exactly our case. Our case of beer and wine is exactly similar to this case of bread and dates. So why did you say that Kalal does not come to include our case of beer and wine? It comes to include a case of bread and dates. It's exactly the same. We, in fact, we can learn out from this bread and dates what the din will be, says Rashi, exactly the same with the bread and wine. So he says, no. So you can necessarily the other way around. You're going to Ochel Tamra of a Kosovan Nama. 
a case where he ate dates, but he thought he'd eaten bread. Apostle Vananama, and therefore, since he thought he'd eaten bread, when he says, Baruch HaTashem and Melechalam, he intends to say, Benching, and suddenly he remembers the Zimba Tamra, and he says, Allah ate, Allah Priya ate, Yotza, then he's Yotza. Why is he Yotza? For the same reason that we said before, that if you say Shahakal, you Yotza. Why? Because even if he would have finished with Shahakal, Shahakal applies to all brochos. Similar idea here. That Philistine Batanama, what happens? This was a person, he thought he'd eaten bread. But he remembers in the last minute that he hasn't, so he says, I'll eat for prayer. But what happens if he would have actually carried on? He'd eaten dates, but he'd have carried on Birchzamozen. What would be then? It'd be okay. Why? Because even if he would have concluded with the bracha of benching over dates, that would also be okay. My timer! What's the, what's the reason? The Tamra Nam Imazen Zaina. Because dates also nourish a person like bread. Perhaps, I don't know what it applies nowadays, but in any case, in those days, dates nourish a person like bread. And therefore, even if you mistakenly say Birchasamozen, you would still be Yatsa because we say Hazon Asylum Kulam. We're talking about Zon, about nourishing. And the nourishing, therefore, even though he didn't have bread, he only had dates, that brocha would work out. So at the end of the so, so in other words it's different so we still haven't got an answer to our original question of wine and beer right it doesn't answer it at all and it's a machlokas halacha as to whether some say sovet brachos lehokel so we've got a situation like that what, what was actually if we just remind ourselves what the case was he was he took a cup of beer in his hand thinking that it was wine and he wanted to make he wanted to make a Bible and in the end he made the right brock and made Shackle near Bidvara. Is he Yotzer? Is he not? Some say Sofa Brochas are Hokels and therefore you don't have to make a Brocha again. Others say you do have to say it again. Okay, let's see.